This podcast is produced by Audiofy. This is the Prevail Point Podcast with author, motivational speaker, and entrepreneur, Janari Arsikoto. A show dedicated to offering practical, real-life pointers on how to live a life of victory. Here's your host, Janari. Hello, everyone. I am so excited that you have tuned in to the podcast, The Prevail Point, with your host, Janari Arce Caro, the author of Prevail, The Process of Overcoming. Oh, my God, I am so excited that you have tuned in today. I have been waiting to share the whole week. I hope you had a fabulous week, but even better... I hope when you're done listening, you are so much better than when you started. Today's topic is about crisis. Okay, so I'm going to get to it. When I started writing this book, Prevail, The Process of Overcoming, I was so vulnerable. I was so open. My emotions were so open. My heart was so open. Obviously, if you read the book or if you're going to read the book, it's a very emotional book. I've gotten so many comments from people saying I started reading the book and I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't believe what was going on, the drama that was happening. And it was just crazy because I really had to put myself in that scenario for me to be able to express what was going on so that the readers could really get into the story. But I started asking my mother questions of crisis. And while she was going through it, I was asking her, what were you thinking about? And one of the things she was thinking about was, why me? What have I done? Why can I get out of this crisis? I pray, I read the Bible, I am in constant communication with God, I see other marriages prospering, I see other ministries growing, but yet my marriage is not growing, my marriage is getting worse, my family unit is not where I want it to be, although I have a very strong relationship with God. And I kind of asked that to myself as well while I was going through my crisis. And one of the things that I understood and it kind of hit me was that the crisis that you're going through today becomes your testimony of tomorrow. Is that the crisis that you're going through today becomes the testimony of tomorrow. And it clicked. And I remember my mom preaching and talking about what she went through and being so grateful to the Lord because now she was able to talk to men and women that were being abused by whatever situation, usually their spouses, and telling them, this is what I did to come out of that crisis in order so that today I can teach you what you need to do to come out of it. Now, you don't see that when you're going through the crisis. All you want to do is kind of breathe above water. All you want to do is get out of the crisis. You don't want to realize, well, maybe I'm going through this not because I deserve it, not because I put myself in it, but because God wants me to go through it so that I can be a vessel for somebody tomorrow. And I want you to understand that that's probably you, the person listening to me today. Maybe you didn't do anything to cause the pain that's going on in your life. Maybe you didn't do anything to cause that struggle. But maybe, just maybe, God has chosen you. I want you to understand that God has chosen you to go through that crisis so that tomorrow you could help somebody come out of theirs. And what a privilege it is to understand that now you are used as a vessel so that 
other multitudes could come out of the crisis that they're going through today. And I remember talking to my mom and I remember understanding, wow, God, you have a purpose for everything. And a lot of times we go through crisis and don't realize that God has a purpose even in your crisis, that God has a purpose even while you're going through that situation. And I want you to understand that even if it wasn't your fault, you're going to come out of that crisis in flying colors. You're going to understand that you went through that to become stronger. You have to understand that if a lot is coming against you, that means God put a lot in you. Have you ever thought of that? That if a lot is coming against you, that means God has equipped you with a lot inside of you to overcome whatever's coming against you. That's deep. Sometimes you don't realize how strong you are. Sometimes you don't realize that God created you with greatness. Sometimes you don't realize that you are better than you think you are. Sometimes you don't realize that God created you to withstand whatever the devil throws at you. You know, the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. That means that he gave you the ability to resist the devil. Yes, you, you have the ability to resist the devil. You have the ability to overcome whatever is thrown at you. Now, how do we do that? So I started analyzing the situation and I started analyzing the crisis that we went through and I started analyzing and understanding how was it that we were able to overcome? How was it that we were able to stay sane through the situation? And I started asking my mom, what was your tool? What did you equip yourself with the most? And my mother told me prayer, consecration to the Lord, fasting, And maybe if you don't know about having a relationship with God, that might be a little weird. So I'm going to break it down for you a little bit. I want you to understand that thoughts become feelings. Feelings become action. Action become habits that then become your character. And I'll break it down biblically. But I want you to understand that the devil puts a thought in your mind. And it's up to you whether you're going to make that thought a reality. Because thoughts become real things. That's just a fact. The words that come out of your mouth become real things. The Bible talks about you cursing or blessing yourself with the words that come out of your mouth. So you do have the ability to control what goes on in your mind if you can control what comes out of your mouth. Now, thoughts are put into your mind and it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that thought. Look at what it says on 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And this is what was going on in our minds. When the devil was telling us that we should be crazy, when the devil was telling us that we should go see a psychiatrist and a psychologist and take medication and be drugged up and telling us that we should commit suicide and telling us that this world was no good, we understood that all those thoughts were not of God. And we presented all those thoughts to the Lord and we stopped what we were thinking and we started thinking what the Bible said about us, the promises that God said about us and not what the world or the devil was saying about us. And this is the change that people need to make. 
The change is that you need to stop the thought when it happens. You can make that thought into a feeling that turns into an action, that turns into a habit, and then turns into your character. Allow me to give you a quick example. You have a thought that you want to steal. You go into a store, you still have that thought. That thought turns into a feeling. Man, if I steal it, I'm going to feel so good about myself. I should get those pair of sneakers. It turns into a feeling. Then from a feeling, the salesperson looks away and you take the sneakers. It turns into an action. Now, all the time you go to the store, you think that you can steal as soon as the salesperson looks away. So from sneakers, it turns into socks that turns into clothes. And then all of a sudden you get caught. And now you're not just stealing you become a thief. Now your name is no longer your name. Now your name is a thief because now you got caught. It becomes your character. It becomes who you are. But we have the ability to take that thought captive so it can never get to that point. And while we were going through the crisis, I thank God, the Almighty, because all the glory and honor is to him that we are both sane and that we have overcome and that we have gone through that and much, much more and still going through the struggles in different areas in our lives to grow. But we understand that God has given us the ability to overcome through his power and through the blood of Jesus Christ. If there's anybody that had crisis every single day of his life, it was Jesus. For 33 years, every day you turn the page and he was going through something so that he could cross that Via Dolorosa to die for your sins and to die for mine. Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Wow, what a blessing that is. What hope does God give us that everything is going to be okay? He says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. How beautiful that is. It says like this, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Come on now, you need to be encouraged with those words and understand that God has your back and understand that the crisis that you're going through today, it will become your testimony tomorrow. The crisis that you're going through today will bless somebody tomorrow. The crisis that you're going through today will encourage somebody tomorrow. So embrace it and understand that that crisis is not going to last forever. Tomorrow's a new day. Joy comes in the morning. Come on, could you wait for tomorrow? Because joy comes in the morning. You're not going to go through that crisis every day. You're not going to go through it forever. The devil tries to put that in your mind, that you're going to be in that crisis forever and you're never going to be above water and breathe, but understand that you're going to learn, you're going to grow, and tomorrow is a new day. Joy comes in the morning. Could you say that with me today? Joy comes in the morning. Tomorrow is going to be a better day. Tomorrow, you're going to see the light in the midst of the darkness. And I want to bless you today. I want to bless you. I want to bless your family as we start going back to normality, especially in New York, at least for me in Westchester County, we start going to normality, going back to work. Understand that God is your protector. Let us pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Blessings to you and your family. Speak to you next week. Bye. You are invited into the world of Ginari Arce Cotto, entrepreneur, 
influencer, public speaker, and best-selling author. But everyone has a story. Prevail, the process of overcoming, is hers. It's a story of a woman who came from humble beginnings and her daughter who had all the odds stacked against them. But in spite of all of the abuse, shame, infidelity, rape, and misogyny, they found strength through their faith in Jesus Christ to prevail over it all. Available everywhere books, ebooks, and audiobooks are sold in Spanish and in English. Thank you for listening to The Prevail Point with Janari Arcicoto. Order her book, Prevail, The Process of Overcoming, on Amazon.com or wherever books or audiobooks are sold. We'll see you next time.